Welcome to the J Train Podcast. This is J Train Jared Freed coming to you live from the Comedy Store, West Hollywood, California. That's right. This is the third episode in a row. This is our last episode from La La Land. Uh, we got ahead. That's right. If you're listening right now and you are in Austin, Texas, baby, I am there tonight. That's the last live you up of the tour. So come on out. Get your friends out. Let's celebrate the end of the tour because I'm in Austin, Texas tonight. But otherwise, um, I'm coming to Springfield, Mass., Naples, Florida, Salt Lake City, Utah, Buffalo, and Nashville, San Diego. So listen, people, jaredfree.com, jaredfree.com. We do this every Tuesday and Friday. We take your emails, your questions, your stories. I say it every week. Let me say it again. Thank you for listening. Thank you for telling a friend. Thank you, thank you, thank you. That's how we do it here. That's how the word gets along. I need you people. Feather my nuts. Tell a friend, tell a friend, tell a friend, tell a coworker. Tell that person in your life that you want to give the gift of J-Train. It's that time of year. Someone's out there. Someone's wondering. Someone's saying, hmm, these thoughts of mine in my own head are no fun. Very excited about today's guest. Uh, Not new to the podcast. She actually did it way back when when I did a live show in Chicago. Very happy to have her back. Becky Robinson, thank you for coming. What's Gucci, my love? I'm so honored to be your last LA guest. You really landed the most famous person in Tinseltown. So I just want to say. Your people were so nice. We sent the black car over. Good, yeah. And you made it through. The black car in the form of the cowboy boots that I sprinted here in. You sprinted here to be a part of this. (laughs) Now, Jamie was like, Jared wants your ETA. And I texted, was she showing you the text? No. I was like, tell him he can shove it up his ass. Oh my God. (laughs) Well, I I wanted a beer, but I I woke up from a nap kind of late. Because I ate a bunch of pho earlier and it fucked me up. And, pho uh, is an <laughs> underrated. Um, pho is an underrated. Put you to bed food. Yeah, it's like a melatonin in the it, form of a noodle. It really does, and it's like, and it's you basically you're filling your stomach up with a bag full of soup because it's so much. It's so much. You always eat the whole thing. You're like, oh, I'll only have half, and then you get like halfway through, you're like. I've come this far. I can't stop. Well, because I also, how, how much sriracha do you put in yours? It depends. It depends on what I'm dealing with. Sometimes I'll get a, I mean, by sometimes I mean all the time, I get <laughs> a, um, I'll get a, a, an appetizer of yeah. a, I have a summer roll. That, the, the, with the shrimp? Shrimp. And the peanut sometimes, sauce? And the peanut sauce. Sometimes I'll do the vegan summer roll because I like. You like tofu giblets? It's whatever they put in it. It's not tofu. Oh, it's, it's like uh, pork or meat or something? It's like a fake pork. that It's sweet. It's good. I love it. I love it so much. Someone's going to DM me what it is. But I, 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 I do. So now I'm full of what is a summer roll, but it also has the noodles from the soup in the summer roll. Mm-hmm. Now I've doubled up on noodles, doubled mm-hmm. up. And now I'm putting the salty liquid in me, and it really... It knocks me out. I've done it before shows, and I've been like, I, I have to leave here immediately after this. <laughs> I'm not. Dude, the past two weeks, I was just in Sayulita for a wedding, uh, where we'll get into, because you know I it. fell in love, but I so literally, the Montezuma's Revenge, they ain't lying. Hold on. I'm not we, mad. We, we follow each other on social media. Yeah, I'm a we big do. fan. Yeah. Everyone go Likewise. follow Becky on Instagram, at Becky Robinson 4 okay? She is LA local, so she is doing a show. December 17th at UCB Franklin called Snow Circus. Mm-hmm. 
and it's a character showcase. I want you to explain what that means because this is this is a funny podcast. This is by no means an inside, you know, the look of the artist of a comedian. We're here to answer questions, yeah. but I want you to explain what that means. What are you doing on a character show? Well, I mean, you know, we all come to the, the the realization that we're like, oh, we can be doing whatever we want on stage. Mm. There was a while that the hour I was taking on the road, like sometimes I would pack my wigs, but I was like, I'm not happy with this. Okay. I know I can be doing more. I dance, I do backflips, I sing. Sure. Like, I love doing these characters so much. And we travel to such odd cities across the United mm -hmm. States that I was like, I want to make up this medley of a show that kind of speaks to that. Okay. And so it's just completely fucking wild. It involves the audience. Uh, it's a little bit of clowning. It's stand-up. It's characters. Do you it's... do clowning? Are you a, a trained clown? Well, I didn't... I know that's a no, question. No, I'm not some... a trained Someone clown. is listening going, what the fuck are you asking? Yeah. But you... <laughs> I think that's so funny because someone's listening going, I'm going, are you a trained clown? Being totally serious <laughs> because we have met people at, I remember there was a guy who used to come to open mics who's a trained clown. Yeah. He had gone to clown school and he was amazing because they oh, yeah. they teach you very different skill set there and people are like, oh, you're asking if she went to clown school. No, no, no. This is a real thing people do. So you have, yeah. you're you not a, a, a classically trained clown. <laughs> no, I'm not one of the Trepettos that's taken proper clowning class. Okay. And I'm so sorry. But I think the main thing that they try to teach you there is like how to find the root of like what you... It's almost like rekindling your childhood spirit. And I feel like mm. I've kind of through the years, been trying so much stuff on stage that I found it organically, or at least whatever I'm doing right now, I'm having a lot of fun with. Yeah. So, yeah, it's basically- I want you to explain. So here are your characters. Here are your characters. <laughs> yeah. Bev Beverly Center. Okay, so Beverly Center is a key guy's She's a micro-influencer, and she's nothing more than to get an unboxing gift from Glossier. She's okay. not going to lie to you. I mean, like her whole goal is to have her own parking spot with her name on it at Erewhon. Alan Gingrich. Alan, teen tech billionaire, inspired by a kid who made me bomb so hard when we did a TED Tech talk together when I was uh, just starting stand-up. So wait a minute. You did a TED talk? I did a TEDx talk. Sorry, I don't want Why would you do that to yourself? What were your TED? What was your TEDx you talk You remember about? being a new stand-up? Of course, but I'm saying... What what was your talk going to be on? So the theme was discovery, and they asked me to come in because there were some really heavy stories, including this little goddamn teen tech millionaire. Okay, what did he create? <laughs> apps. He, so made, he, he made makes like he makes like apps for like dumb America. So he's like a coding genius. Yes. Okay, this makes sense. Um, so it was based off of like the pain that I felt. Like I had. I lost so many nights of sleep out. I had been doing stand-up for like a week. I had mm. one joke that was about giving Roadhead at the time, and they were like, can you do 12 clean minutes? And I was like, oh my God, of course. Okay. And I ate so much shit, and it was like it was like a multi-cam being filmed for like oh nothing, like PBS, but sure, still. Sure, but they put it It up, went online, so out. I had to be like, hey, can you guys please take this down? Because it's truly Why so tragic. Why did this tragic. kid ruin your night? Because he just, he made the audience... I think there's there's like nothing cooler that you can do as an audience than like taking them from the spectrum of making them laugh to cry to laugh again. Sure. I think that's so beautiful. Of course. And he did that and he's also a millionaire at the age of 13. How so do you like, make him laugh? 
he the, had he had he like just yeah. had great jokes. I don't, really, like, I don't and remember also them, the kids, but so you yeah, can make the it was joke easy. About I'm a kid. Was for yeah. sure. It's like a, you remember when Amanda Bynes did stand up and she was like, huh, "Shouldn't they have that 13 candy bar?" <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, and you're just like, "Fuck, that's funny Nailed somehow," it. you know. <laughs> I, I, you know, there's nothing that makes me harder than a kid uh, not getting a deal on Shark Tank. I know. I <laughs> love that. I love when he's like, "I got an app where it helps with your homework," and they're like. Fuck you, kids don't have money. Shut up. And yeah. it's like, and like these kids. And then he's that, like, no, no, it actually goes toward building homes somewhere. And you're like, fuck. Oh, damn it. So <laughs> like there's the Alan Gidgrid. The kids have figured some shit out ahead of they us. They always, yeah, they're always no sleep so kids. So Alan, in my creation of him, like Alan is one of the fake executive producers of a show I made up called Shark Tank Jr. Okay. That's just for kids and on And Alan Gingrich is that character. Yes. That, and there's Susie Chapstick. Susie Chapstick. Based off, Susie Chapstick is actually based off a real person. Okay. She's a pro skier back in the day who kind of became like the first original influencer for Chapstick. Her name was Susie Chaffee and then they started calling her Susie Chapstick. Okay. And they like kind of over-sexualize her but I like Googled the other day and I, there is a pilot online of her and she interviews Buddy Hackett. Oh, wait, Susie Chapstick is a real, per- like that's her name you're using? That became her like oh, thing her because thing. she would do these commercials where she'd come down the mountain she'd be like, boy, my lips are chapped and then she'd put on her Chapstick. Donnie Cush, California. Donnie Cush. Yeah, based off of every MedMen employer I've ever met. Okay, so these are the characters. Donnie Cush, California. Gonna, he's a these, he's a weed doctor. Do these characters like interact somehow in the show? Yep. And that this is the whole thing. Yep. And you're dressing. I I love this. So everyone should go. I'm glad you UCB love it. UCB Franklin. It's very fun. December it's December seventeenth. Yep, that's right. December seventeenth, eleven p.m. at uh, UCB Franklin. I'm also oh, well, this isn't gonna come out in time, but I'm gonna be workshopping it in Portland, New York, Seattle, and San Francisco. So if you guys are around in the coming months. I'll be posting all the info on my Instagram, Go but it's all like at Becky Robinson for she'll be on my Instagram. You can find her there and find all the characters from there because I just found them from looking on her Instagram <laughs> and she's going to be in Aspen February 20th through 21st. Yes. So if you're with around Aspen Adam doing Ray. Oh, with Adam Ray, who's been on the show before. Yeah. Um. Okay. So wait, I want to ask you a question. Oh my God, yeah. Okay. So I follow Becky on Instagram. I'm following your stories. <laughs> I see that you're at a wedding. Yeah. You go to a wedding. Who's yeah. the friend that, who's the wedding you're at? So her name's Haley. She was my first friend in college. I grew up in Portland, Oregon, and then, well, technically Tiger. Where'd you go to school? Tiger High School. So, like, outside of the city. Where, no, where'd you go to college? Oh, I went to college at, uh, at San Diego State. Okay. And I, I didn't know anybody. I didn't okay. have a single friend. And she was the first person I met on moving day in the dorms. Got it. So and now just, you're at her wedding. Uh, yeah. And you're in the wedding. No. Okay, so at Thank the wedding, God. having fun, and you meet a guy at the wedding. Yeah, so on the first, like, you know, they do, like, a pre-cocktail night or whatever where everyone so mix like and mingles Friday and night. sizes each other up and sure. tries to figure out who they're going to fuck for the weekend. Yeah, that's uh, not how I would put it, but yeah. Well, how would you put it? <laughs> well, what happens at a lot of weddings is you get there and everyone is, like, in tune to who the single people are, who the non-single people are. So yeah. then the non-single people are boring. So all they do is go right. is try to tell the single people who they think they should match up with. As yeah. you get older, there's less and less of these single people, right. and it gets more <laughs> awkward because you're older, and there's two people, a man and a woman who are single, and everyone's like, please fuck, so we have something to talk about. And you're exactly. like, I don't know, I would love to, but maybe that person doesn't want to. 
<laughs> I don't know what the dynamic of this wedding was. Was it all single people or were you? No, there were quite a few couples. There are a bunch of our friends that have just recently gotten married too. Okay. So, so some of us more... had, a bunch of us had actually just met at that last we did, wedding in Tahoe over the summer. So that was kind of fun to see them again. And all the one, but I knew basically everyone at the wedding. Like I know Haley's mom. I know I know so everything. You're at the rehearsal dinner on Friday night. No, I didn't get invited to that because I wasn't the bridal party. Is this the after the rehearsal dinner? Yes, this is so the you're at the drinks the, after the rehearsal dinner. Correct Everyone's hanging deal. out. And I had already Cash. heard through the grapevine of, you know, squadron of hyenas that there were ample single slices of dick. Okay. So naturally I was going in excited. I wore my best ensemble. I did a smoky eye. I went in. So now you're at the cocktail hour. How do you come to this dude who you came to? <sighs> that part you is, see- I'm going to be honest, that part is is a little bit blurry. Okay, so that Actually, night, he's the one that came to you. Like, because this happens in a couple different ways. This happens the post-rehearsal dinner cocktail party. Mm-hmm. You're there. He makes a play. Or someone says to you, which one do you want? You said, I want this one. And then he makes the play. Well, I was kind of chatting up this one little Geppetto. Mm. Geppetto, explain is, that. Is a, a, a term I use in reference to any guy that I either have eyes on or can provide some sort of servitude to me. Okay. Or just someone I love. Servitude. Or also okay. like a child. I don't know. It's interchangeable. Okay. If that Could makes... Could confusing for a podcast, but yeah. well, okay. The guy, this new guy now that I've got a date, he's like, he still doesn't get it. He's like... Ah. I'm a little fuzzy too. He was but... like trying to ask my dad. I'm like, yeah, just don't worry about it. <laughs> what if your dad was like, it's for men who serve her. <laughs> uh, so... So you... um, so I'm talking to this one guy, and then we end up going to another thing, and somebody's like, the guy you're talking to actually has a girlfriend. He's just not telling anyone, and he's kind of sketch. And I was like, uh, ah, all right. He's so out. I was like, hey, you, buy me a shot. So he bought me a shot of Fireball. I projectile vomit. What, Like, really? you know when you're trying to make your way to the bathroom, but it's, like, too thick? Like, the, okay. the crowd's too thick. So I'm like, sure. I loosely yak on a couple people. But they they were cool with it, because we all became friends the next day. But okay. And I know you're probably like, yeah, the fuck right, but they really were gems. Okay, so who bought bad. you the shot that you puked? The guy that had a girlfriend that had been okay, chatting so me up Okay, so you get him night. to buy you a shot. Yeah. You run away to puke. You do it <laughs> on someone. Okay. And, and then now, the rest gets in the bathroom. Okay. And then I clean up the old face of Mundo, and then uh, Haley gets there and stuff, and the rest of the kind of... There was like a, this was kind of the after function for the post drinks thing, whatever. We had all gone to this place because we heard they had karaoke. Okay. So I was like, oh, great place to shine. So Let's I, I got on stage and I did a little spiel for Haley and like, you Killed know, it. naturally, naturally the speeches at weddings mostly there suck you go. for the I'm most a part. Comedian, in case anyone didn't know, follow me on Instagram. Yeah, yeah. So I yeah. do, I do a little. Ditty. Totally not obnoxious at all. Okay. <laughs> so what everyone, <laughs> what everyone would expect you to do, you did. Ah, uh, yeah. I'm just gonna go on stage and do a little tight five. I kept it quick. This is the thing that I would never do. People come up to me at weddings are like, well, "When are you gonna?" I'm like, no, "No, no, no, no. I'm gonna silently judge." This I just thing. feel like I don't go to a lot of weddings. Like I, I can tell. I, I, so <laughs> this is. Wait, why? Should I not be doing this anymore? Um, I do what feels right in the moment. And Haley is like, here's the thing about I Haley. I like that you're so close with Haley and the family that like they knew this was coming. They knew oh, yeah. the Becky oh, storm was yes. coming through. So yes. I understand this. But so get us to the guy that ended up stealing your heart. Okay, so at some point, one thing led to another. We needed a ride home in the golf cart. So uh, the one golf of golf cart? The, the, everyone in Saudi drives golf carts okay. around. I don't know. So we had another girlfriend of ours, Geppetto's boyfriends, come pick us up. So at some point, I don't, I don't know when we kindled. I'm pretty sure it was on the dance floor, but I don't remember the very initial moment. I'm gonna have to ask him about that. But at some Hold point, on. You he just and told I the linked story up. So out of, out of, out of, out of order that it, okay, I, I'm, all right, I'm lost. all right. What did I? What you left? You do the karaoke. 
wasn't when, karaoke. I gave a quick. Oh, you gave let's a spiel. celebrate Haley. Let's raise a toast. <laughs> okay, etc. Yeah, you don't go to a lot of weddings because you're not even at the rehearsal dinner and you're giving a toast at the karaoke. I'm like, who is this fucking person? Well, whatever. Right. So you give the toast. <laughs> Haley's, uh, by the way, like one of the first people too who in college like let me know I was funny. Sure, I know. I, so you, you know, it's you have like, a special place in your heart for. She wanted me to be on the mic for her. So I, I can I feel totally that. get it. It feels right. Because I, <laughs> you don't believe me at all. You're like, I fuck know, off. No. Someone Everyone. there, someone <laughs> there looked at their friend, not Haley. <laughs> Haley loved it. Someone else looked at their friend and was like, can you believe she can't fucking turn it off for two seconds? That would be me. I'd be like, what? what? No, it She's was a not co- like I that. I had a friend that once dated a guy who did comedy before I started doing comedy. Uh-huh. We all went for dinner uh-huh. and I sat at that dinner making fun of him the whole time. Just going, what's the deal with paying for the tab? Like, Wait, doing, you did that to him or he did that to you? I did it to him because I wasn't in doing comedy. It wasn't even a thought of mine. I just, oh. the idea of it you was just so You were just doing so all those terrible things. Just yeah, like, the, yeah, yeah, the yeah. worst. So when do you meet the guy? Because we have a show to do. What are you- <laughs> Dude, I don't know. I don't know so what point. So that night at some point you meet the guy. I remember at some point we started dancing and it was like, oh, this guy holds, this, this guy swings me around place. exactly how I want to. Perfect. So, so at that point we were smitten and then he and I went and grabbed some street tacos and then our friend's boyfriend came to pick us up okay, in the golf cart. We okay, okay. We're driving home. This guy's driving like a reckless motherfucker. We have sure. a plate full of tacos. He hits a speed bump. The tacos go flying. Okay. We don't have any dinner. We end up throwing the plate. Just, okay. just such an asshole, you know? Anyways, he shows like seven inches of ankle. He's that kind of guy. Okay. So <laughs> I like that. Okay. No socks and nice shoes. I love it. Yeah. So, so go on. <laughs> um. So then we go back because the, the Airbnb I ended up staying at, which wasn't the original one I was supposed to stay at, uh, had a casita attached okay. to it. What's a casita? It's like a little house attached house in addition to a house okay you know like so if you have guests it has like a little kitchenette a bathroom got it for like a, ideally a did you couple. go home with this guy yes okay did so we you... go home we throw a pool party and then i go geppetto follow me to the casita okay he obliges hook up in the casita yes okay so i give him a blowjob in the kitchenette i wasn't gonna get that graphic but I'm oh happy you don't you do you not get that graphic uh, on this no podcast? i do but I, i'm not gonna i don't want to i was just insult your sensibilities okay so, well i liked him that much casita. that i gave a bj in the casita Love in the it. kitchenette okay whatever perfect um and i was like dude I so mean, now this is your wedding now day. i'm getting a little too graphic but jizz did not taste bad which i think is a special thing in a man interesting because most of, of the time, a lot of time tastes like shit. And I was like, that was not bad. Okay. And I remember complimenting on it, him on it verbally. How did he respond? He was you... just laughing. I don't, he's you like. You were like, compliments the chef? What? <laughs> Ooh, this is not as cummy today. <laughs> like, that's one of those things that you're like, oh, this chick gets around. You're like, and I don't mean that as you. I don't think you do. But Ew, I, you're so but right. But someone oh, look fuck. at you after giving you a blowjob and go, hmm. Is that it? Is there now an this okiness th- to this cup? <laughs> Did you have you been now this fillet? I could fuck oh. with. <laughs> oh my god! Something about a nice tasting cum <laughs> that really hits me right. Ooh, I'm actually the so nodes, <laughs> the, the the nodes of metallic are are not. Oh god, the oaky nodes of soupy. Oh, it's not as much like nickels as I knew. Yeah. So, <laughs> So now I, you blow them. You uh, you go great. I didn't tasting. make it come across like you that. Come tastes great. Like, yeah. 
Now you wake so up together. Then we or, go to sleep. We wake up together. Naturally, I'm making him laugh his dick off all sweet. morning. Now, uh, and then wedding time. Wedding day. Oh no, not wedding day. So this next day. There's is, so much more to the story. You have to go through the I'm story. I'm trying faster. to hurry okay. up. I thought we had we a didn't fucking need hour. the taco part. I'm letting you know. <laughs> I know that could have gone. Okay, we, okay I'll try to. Edit, all right, I'll try to do it. Edit in post. Damn, I always call out my friends for doing too many story details, so I don't mean to do that. It's just all so new that I'm like freaking the fuck out. I don't blame you because I I want to hear about this. I think the audience. No, you don't. Because, you no, do not care. I, You're trying to get to your audience questions. You don't no, give a fuck no, 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 about no. me. I think this is. <laughs> here's the thing that if well, the audience has stuck with us, all yeah. three of them. Yeah. <laughs> um, this relates to the podcast because I know you made a bold move. You met someone at a wedding to let people know. I'm just glad you, you called blew me him, out. You tasted his cum. Well, there's more to the, it. There's then more to it. you go to the wedding, and and listen, you made bold moves that I think this audience can learn from. Do you know what happened after? I'm, this is why I'm asking. So that's why I'm glowing You go to so the wedding, right and what happened? Have a fun time. Just done. Can I say this one more part first? Sure. Okay, so the next day is the day where there's a catamaran. I'm just saying so there's a pre-wedding There's a, there's a couple really important moments where I was like, fuck, this guy might be special. Okay. And I never think that about anyone. I've been so single for so fucking long. Like, yeah. you, you know LA is hell. LA but like this, like whatever's happening right now is like real next level. Mm-hmm. It's not real. You're really enjoying it. Okay. I think. Fun but I'm a little the, scared. So okay. All right. So Geppetto needs a ride home back to his place. So mm-hmm. I'm like, all right, give me the golf car keys. I'll drive his ass home. He gets behind the wheel, takes 80 wrong turns, can't fucking find his way home. Okay. But when we get in the car, he looks at me, he goes, we're really doing it, Harry. Quoted Dumb and Dumber. I was so like, like this oh, is, I was like, I'll oh marry my. you. I'm I'll, done. I will marry you for that. Okay. So even though he can't find his way and keeps going the wrong road 80 times, I'm finally just like, all right. Get out. I'm going to drive home. You got to go. Like, just walk home or something. So he walked home and then met on the boat. Boat day was fine. By the end of the day, we all finally got lit. And then we mm. started, you know, making out again. And then he told me he's afraid of sharks. And I was like, all right, whatever. Just get in the water. Okay. And that might be a taco detail. That night, we ended up trying to meet up. But, like, we were all a little too hammered from the day on the boat. So it didn't happen. It was a lot of, like, puke and rallying and just sure. napping and shit. And so the next day is the day of the w- <clears throat> wedding. Um, you know, that's the first day that we're kind of like, hey. It's so now good, it becomes it's, cute. It's good to see you again. Yeah, you're out of your tum, your cum tastes great and, mode. And, you're in like, you and, look good dressed up mode. Oh, yeah. Yeah, okay. the outfit was on point. Mm-hmm. Everything came together just right. Okay. Um, And I was also with like all these friends that like, you know, when you're just, you have a group of friends that really bring out the best in you. Well, also, the problem with the wedding hang and hooking up at the front end of the wedding is that you become fixed up by the whole wedding. So everyone's interested. Everyone knows you're oh, the most interesting story. Oh, my God. They're hitting it off. He did a dumb and dumber quote. That's The the word has gone I around. I wasn't telling people the stories as it Someone was happening. Someone found it. You told people, one person. They don't give a fuck, though. Everyone I, There knows. was so much crazy shit happening in this wedding. Okay. Our, the thing that was happening at the wedding was that a lot of random people ended up hooking up, but okay. like we were clearly the crowd favorite. Uh, yeah, people I, were like, for some like, reason, this two that you two feel like you work. This feels like it could be something. And everyone knows I'm insane, real. so they're yeah. like, this is crazy that Becky and this guy actually might be really two peas in a pod. Okay, so now the wedding happens. Dangerous. You're having fun. Do you go yep. home after the wedding together? Yes. Okay. So we end up, you know, swinging each other around on the dance floor, having a hell of a time. Sure. Um, and then it's basically your wedding. <laughs> You're like Haley, get the fuck out. Well, Haley had four. I'm out- having a Haley wedding. had four outfit changes, so hers was clearly more of a fashion show than sure. a wedding. Okay. Uh, no, the wedding was great, those, and yeah. then yeah, yeah, yeah. 
And then uh, and then we went home together that night again back to the casita and everyone mm. had bought like a bunch of Mexican Adderall. So they were You're all... Like, Do you have any more of that cum? <laughs> I hate you so much, dude. Go on! But Lord knows I would I would have had some. Yeah. So if, then if you hook up, up again. So we go home. No, it's a little longer. Are you okay, okay with that or not? Well, we have a whole... We have to get to Portland. But go on. Oh, hey, oh. We'll get... That, that goes quick. Okay. Okay. So, uh... We go home, he loses his phone in the mansion, and then uh, I take a Mexican Valium, because okay. I'd never had one before, and it was the best thing I've ever ingested in my life. Mexican Valium? <laughs> Have you ever had okay. one of those? No. <laughs> so I basically, like, we hook up a little bit, and then I, like, pass out. And then uh, he had lost his phone in the house, so he ventured his way back to the house and to get to the casita like you have to go through a jungle mm -hmm. you have to cross a footbridge it's like alice in wonderland and this motherfucker mm -hmm. to get to this magical casita so he finds our gay friend max and then he's also had taken my phone with him now you're a thruple knock I, which i was worried about because <laughs> okay. max comes up to everyone he goes let me fuck all of you and oh he's like God. very open okay i didn't and i was like introduce another character but okay. i was like please please don't let that guy suck your dick like please yeah. just let this be us yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> don't don't no surprises please yeah. yeah please just in la you never know for once yeah. just like just be normal just be straight for me please yeah please you this know is, everything's going I, right I, don't I, surprise me with and i float yeah you know? yeah, yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, I look at the text in the morning. He uh, he had a friend help him find his way back to the casita. He woke me up. We had uh, just the best sex ever. Like, love it. This is weird to say too, but like, uh, and every guy will be like, oh, "Fuck off, that doesn't make sense." But I don't know if girls listen to this, but it was like, it's mainly it, it was like non didn't need to have an orgasm. So good sex. That what it was you, like, we eventually just got so exhausted that it was like, okay, this is going to work. So you're, Let's just... I'm sure women I was also, will identify with that. I was also on Mexican Valium, so I don't know how that affects so, things. But you're like, this sex was great, but, but it, didn't, it didn't get to there. But you knew like the, the vibe was there. You knew it was coming at some point. Yeah, it was like something special. His dick mm. is like, it, it's something... The shoe fits. Okay, perfect. And, uh, the shoe fits is a great way to put it. You know? And... Um, so the wedding ends. Wedding ends, and then the next morning we wake up, woke up again, whatever, and that's when he like starts finding, he found out slowly along the weekend by people being like, because I guess he went home to his friend Bryce, and he's like, she was really funny, and he, they were like, well, she's a comedian. He didn't know that. And oh, he, was he didn't like, know. He was like, I heard you're a comedian. And then he started saying some things that I wasn't okay with, like, you're a comedian? You'll think this is funny. And then uh -oh. he wouldn't tell a funny story, and I was like, uh -oh. okay, so he's going to need a little bit of training, and yeah, that's okay. Yeah, yeah, that's okay. It's all right. Okay. Not everyone deals with a comic every day. And if he can deal with the fact that I dress up like a boy half the time, I'm good with it. Sure. And he's weird too. He works in like private equity, but he's a fucking weirdo. Okay. So that's why it kind of works. So now you're texting. You go home for the holidays. Go home for the holidays. He's in LA. I have to go straight to Aspen to do some shows. Mm. We're like, we FaceTime a couple times and then I go home to Portland and we FaceTime. And then we had a FaceTime the night of Thanksgiving and we're just, he was going to pick me up at the airport on Sunday and he was, he was like, Somehow it came up that he should just fly out to Portland for the weekend. And he came. And he came. See, this is when I entered into the story because okay. I saw the wedding post. You That's know, when you were like, story. oh, it's content worthy for Jared Free. Well, so now sure. I'm getting involved because I'm like, because you're updating everyone. This guy is coming who I met at the wedding to my hometown. Are you staying at home with your parents? Well, my sister lives in downtown Portland. Okay. My parents still live at our house in the suburbs. Gotcha. So. Are you staying with your sister? 
We were like, we can do whatever. That's every time I go home, it's like interchangeable. I got depending you. So, on whatever. We're but there doing, was a so. way to get away from parents. You could be yes. So and there was a part of me that I was like, fuck, should I get a hotel? But then I was like, no, my parents have bedrooms. Like Sarah, my sister is a couple years older than me, and she was like, you guys can have my bed. It's fine, whatever. So she wow. was being super helpful. A random dude from a wedding. Yeah. She's like, get him in my bed. She threw up shrimp cocktail once in my dorm bed. So that bitch has owed me for years. Yeah. Okay. So now. Uh, he comes and so he comes. It's like, I'm like the morning the, of that he's coming and like my parents know I'm like freaking the fuck out and you're freaking I had, out. I then poured he, like a Bailey's coffee at like 8 a.m. I was the, like hyperventilating. I was like, okay, let's meditate. So, Whatever I got to do, let's work out to like. And did this it is go so great? weird. And the reason I was freaking out is because he seemed like he was a little scared too. He was like, I can't believe we're doing this. Yeah. So I mean, uh, this is one of those things that it's like I'm happy for you because. You were like, we we connect, we're hanging out. Something's here. Just come, whatever. Easy peasy. And your parents and like seem so cool. Vocal. They seem fun. Yes. So they, you're like, I have a good relationship with my parents. You know, I, I'm, I'm assuming you're like, I can work through this if it goes bad. But I'm pretty sure this is like an 80%, 20% thing. Yes. I'm 80% sure this is going to go just as fine. If it doesn't work out in the future, it doesn't work out. Totally. But this will be a fun little ride. I kind of, and I hope this doesn't come across wrong too, but like there was a piece of me that was like, if like emotionally or mentally weren't, we stop clicking or something, the sex will be fine. Well, this is the thing because people email to this podcast, mainly women, mm -hmm. and a lot of their questions are like, will this look crazy? Will this mess it up? I mean, th this is a scenario where it can happen. Yeah. You... What I liked about what you did, you had the guy come, he comes, you went to dinner with your parents twice. Twice. Well, the um, thing was, so me and my sister picked him up together from mm -hmm. the airport, because Sarah is the best judge of character. Okay. Of character. And she, it took a while, I mean, it wasn't like she didn't like him at first or anything, but she like, it, it, it was clicking. Sure. Like, it, and the fact that she liked him means when your sister likes whoever your Geppetto is, it's like, oh, fuck. It's like, for real. So now, yeah. he and then you bring him to the parents to have dinner. They're yeah. sitting next to each other. They're yeah. hitting it off. He's making your dad laugh. Yeah. And it's like- They're the, talking the, about money shit that I don't understand. Perfect. Me and my mom are cheersing, but like, what what's I, happening? What I love about this is that, like, when it works, it works. Yeah. Um, will it work in the future? Who knows? I don't know. But that's what a relationship is. Yeah. All relationships are that. But- yeah. If someone's into it, yeah. you could be like, come to my house after Thanksgiving, buy a flight, you know, get on a Southwest flight right now. And they'll go, yeah, who cares? There's no such thing as crazy or like scaring someone That's how away. I feel. And I like, like that if, you, if you, you drove your bus. Yeah, it's like if you have the money, why not? You have it's, the money and the feeling, go for it. Go for it. You'll figure it out. And Look, so he was texting the groom and I was texting the bride. And I was like, tell me everything I need to know about him. And he was doing everything the same. Yeah. And then when we FaceTimed the night before he booked his flights, he was like, let's go through all of our flaws really quick and see if we have any deal but breakers. these are the kind of conversations that are fun. But of like, course. This is all like sexy fun. You know the sex is coming. That's beyond the point. The, the idea that like someone's like, well, can I tell? No, 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 no. You can say whatever you want if someone's down. Yeah. And this, it feels, I, I understand this. As, as You know, this is a story that you go, I like that you're telling it here because there are people that will connect with this. They'll go, well, I, I'm I don't like, know. Should I'm I like actually so happy I get to tell this here because this is like peak our age shit. And the fact that it happened was so crazy. And my dating life has been such a mess in the past. So and what's I feel the like plan I'm a now? Pretty you guys saint. are back and. 
So this morning, okay, so we we ended up flying back home from Portland together last mm-hmm. night. Went to dinner with my parents again, and then they my parents drove us to the airport. Probably oh hugged him harder than they hugged me. Um, Do you can, have another date plan? Can I tell you a joke that happened at dinner that was sure. blew my dick off? Before you do that, we are sponsor people. Postmates. Postmates. Are you craving a partner like Becky is? God, the kind who answers your beck and call, the one you can call to bring you sushi at 11.30, red wine at midnight, and a breakfast burrito at 8 a.m., or maybe just fly to your door and deliver you that D. Mm. You can stop swiping Postmates is here, and they're saying, hey, girl. Postmates is your personal delivery Sherpa. They'll bring you groceries, bottle of water, or really anything, anytime you want. So with Postmates, there's no more trips to the store. Um, you don't even have to know where the store is. Postmates will deliver anything to you. And here's the thing. Limited time, Postmates is giving my listeners $100. That's $100. Yeah, you heard me right. $100 of free delivery credit for your first seven days. Free money, people. To start your free deliveries, download the app right now. Use code JTRAIN, JTRAIN, JTRAIN. That's JTRAIN for $100 of free delivery credit for your first seven days when you download the Postmates app. Get anything you need, anytime you need it. Download Postmates and save with code JTRAIN. Postmates get what you want out of life. So... Mm. Yeah. So what happened at dinner? Okay, so um, we had one of my sister's friends with us, Abby, mm. who's had a pretty tragic love life. And okay. uh, she goes, if the conversations get, get weird, I'll just ask everyone's three bucket list items. I was like, okay, first off, it's not going to be weird. It's our family. We're like, sure. we're all Everyone insane. will figure it out. Yeah. So she stops conversation. She got a little too drunk. And she's like, what's everybody's three bucket list items? Uh, what is she, the aunt that asks for what everyone's thankful at of Thanksgiving? This is awful. She works for Tillamook Cheese, if that helps. What? Oh, Tillamook. It's an Oregon thing. I know it. I, I know it from the Delta flights. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. So he Geppetto has to answer. I wish I remembered the other two things. I just texted him and asked him because I don't remember. But he basically was along the lines like, I want to skydive. I want to go to wherever. And I want to get away with murder. And I go, Geppetto, how, how, please no, don't. No. Say- I go, Geppetto, how dare you not include me in one of your bucket list items? And my dad goes, Beck, did you not hear him say he wants to get away with murder? Oh, uh, there it is. I was like, Dad, Dad's that is in like, on the joke. Dad, that's fucking hilarious. Dad's in on the weird weekend guy that came out of nowhere that's going to murder you, Joe. Oh, okay. They were Viking Super Bowl, Pearl Jam Live, Water Slide Park, and getting away with murder. Look, he got right back to your text in well, three seconds. Of course seconds. he did. So what's the plan now? Do you have a date plan? <sighs> I don't know. Maybe. I have what a meeting mean, in maybe? Hollywood tomorrow, and I was like... I know he works over near that area, so I was like, if you want to meet up, let me know. What'd he say? <sighs> this is the this is the one problem is you guys have like been to like relationship. It's so hard mountains, because I think And he, now you have to go to dating you have to go back down to dating base camp. Here's the thing. He's a little bit of a freak, and so am I, which is fine. So it like works. But like weird stuff like this morning when he woke up, he went, Alexa, play like it wasn't Natasha Bedingfield. It was like something bad. Okay. And like started singing it and looping around. And I was like, oh, Jesus. <laughs> you know, <laughs> yeah, I kept, I, like, I kept having I to be, be like, like, I thought I was annoying. I was like, sure. shut the fuck up. So <laughs> so uh, he drove me home this morning because he works like on the way. My house was like basically on the way to his mm-hmm. work. Um, and he had like business calls the whole way in the morning on the way to the airport, which I had full respect for after coming yeah. off the weekend. We, I put it through. Um and he was all jacked up about there's a Vikings game tonight yep. I guess yeah so I let him know that I had the thing tomorrow at four o'clock near Viacom if I and was to- I said if you want to meet after and caress each other is what I said you need a date 
I think you need a normal. He date. goes, I don't comprehend. I'm too sad from the Vi- Vikings. Does that mean boobs and compliments? And I said, cheer up, Charlie. And then I just asked him his three Viking list options. Wait, what do you mean? I sound. I don't know because <laughs> you need, I think you need a date. What? I think because you need some normalcy. This has been so. I hate fantastic. dating. I know, but this, you're not dating. And it you already guys, feels like we're married. Like we've but traveled together. He knows I the family. I hear you, but that's the thing where it's like, do I need, think you need. I hate. I think I even hated dating in, in long-term relationships. What it, do you mean by that? Like we need hate. to eat together or what do you mean? What Don't you want to go out and get some drinks with them? Like I'm oh, not yeah, saying well, like a date. Oh like, yeah. Like why don't you just say, hey, uh, Thursday night I, I have a show and then after that I want to go out in West Hollywood. Do you want to come? That's what I just asked him about tomorrow night. Oh, okay. And he has, uh, what's the deal? Well, I guess he said he didn't comprehend because I said if you want to meet after and caress each other. Yeah, that's not like, really what you asked. But it's like, get the joke, you Let's know? Let's do some Fuck. emails. Podcast at gmail.com. Podcast at gmail.com. Go follow Becky for the end of this story. Or whatever it is. Maybe you guys get married and have kids and this is what they'll follow from now on. They'll they'll be well, there I when. I took a plan B today, so I don't At think that'll Becky Robinson happen. 4. She's full of plan B, ready to give advice. <laughs> Jtrain Podcast at gmail.com. Did I dodge a serial killer? Jared started, listening to a ve- started talking to a very attractive guy on Hinge about a week ago. We eventually exchanged numbers and Snapchats and kept talking every day. Honestly, he was a little overbearing and seemed a little too infatuated with what I was, uh, what was I doing all day, but I infatuated uh, with what I was doing all day, but I decided to ask him out anyways. We had a date scheduled, and the day of, he tried to reschedule because he said his barber canceled on him, and he didn't want to meet me without getting a haircut. He got very (laughs) angry when I called out that he sends me selfies on a daily basis and that he was blatantly blowing me off for a dumb reason. Long story short, he put on his Snapchat story that he went out to the bar we were supposed to meet at anyways. I politely told him he wasn't for me, but I'm still getting daily texts. I'm freak out. Did I just make the right decision to assume that this guy's a serial killer and not go out with him? What gives? Damn. Have you ever had a situation like that? I wonder what kind of daily text she's getting inundated <coughs> with. It doesn't matter as much as it matters that he's he's just... Well, he clearly has the, some insecurities or he's a bullshitter with the haircut lines and stuff like that. I don't think he is who he says he is on the app. I think this yeah. is like catfish maneuvers. Yeah, yeah. This is someone that is on the app and gets to the point of meeting you and then goes, no, 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 never mind, and is sending you selfies, but like has a whole trove Oh, he's sending her the selfies? Yeah, and it's like, if your problem, the problem with the haircut, there's something missing here. There's this same exact thing just happened to my friend Miriam, and I have no trust for this guy, and I want to kill him. And I feel like, run for the hills. You got to run for the hills. I wouldn't even, I would block the number. Yeah. I would stop texting the person. Here's the thing. Break down if there's a value add. Becky just told you a story where she couldn't make a wrong move. And that's the thing. Like, this is why I loved your story because some people would go, you told him his cum tastes good? Like, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> you introduced him to your dad? Like, it's like, you keep, like, at the blackjack table, they're like, you don't hit on 17. You were hitting on 17 and getting threes. You were hitting on 18 getting threes. You were hitting on, you know what I mean? Like, you were staying on 10 and then winning the hand. Yeah. This is the thing. There are no rules. No rules. So when someone don't makes you, worry about you know, rules, don't worry about love books that teach you anything. Everything is interchangeable and has and to situation be based. unique to your own. And so here's the thing. And based off feeling. It, and also reach out to your best fucking friends. Sometimes your family, but like your friends that really know you for advice on that. Let them meet him and decide too. Here's the other thing. You can't... Um, Tell someone how to feel, and if he's making you feel uncomfortable, 
goodbye. <laughs> no one has time to be with people that make them feel uncomfortable, especially if you've never met. You got so much be more okay. you can do in the world. J-train like, don't even dwell on it. At gmail.com. Jtrainpodcast at gmail.com. Can you teach a one pump chump? Jared, giving you all the feathers, but let's get right to the point. I have a serious problem. I'm 27, oh living in Philly, and been casually seeing this guy for about a month. Oh He's attractive, treats me very well, very into me. In most categories, he checks all the boxes. Seems like a no-brainer to move forward with things, except there's one big problem. He mm-hmm. hasn't been able to satisfy me sexually yet. Hmm. Each time we've had sex, the auto pi- he autopilots into either one-pump chump territory coming in five minutes or less until tonight when we went out and got a little drunk for background. He's a firefighter, <laughs> so I blame the one-pump chump syndrome on him being tired. I'll, I'm also aware that I'm more sexually experienced than him, so I thought I could karate kick my way out of this one and teach him the ways. Tonight, however, things have shown to be more serious problem. We both got a little loose at the bar and then back to my place. Things got steamy quickly, and then he started jackhammering with his smallish dick. <laughs> Sounds like the main thing in his, is here. You fucking hate his small ass dick. I don't want to be conceited. Which, as bitch, a, he's a I love you per- for that. He's a wonderful person. It makes me feel great when we There's are. There's a in lot the of wonderful guys, but if the dick ain't right, Shawty, it ain't right. But I'm very cut that shit loose. A lot of good dicks out there. And Sorry. I'm wondering if this is something we can move past, <laughs> or if sexual chemistry is just inherent, and I should call it quits. Would hate to toss away a good guy, but sex has always been a big part of relationships for me, mm. and I'm not sure how to handle this one. Thank you for the sage advice. I've attached some photos. We'd love a celeb lookalike. Our producer usually gives celeb lookalikes. Do you have a photo here? But uh, Let me see. He's very good at it. Um, can you find out what, she's if any, cute. pills he's on that might be affecting his uh, sex stuff? Do you think that's yeah, helpful at all? I think that... Mm, what do you I think? Mean, what you were saying as I was reading the email makes a lot of sense. Sometimes this chemistry is just not there. Mm-hmm. Sometimes, and as you put it with your guy, the shoe fit. Mm-hmm. Small dick doesn't matter as much as it does to guys if that's what you like. I, yeah. I know there's some woman being like, small dick, go fuck yourself. I'm just saying. One, time I, one th- time I came really hard on a small dick and I was shocked, but it was like he knew just what to do with it. There you go. So, I mean, and I'm not saying, I'm not like here, like, you know, like saying, like, don't, you know, the shoe's got to fit. Yeah. So, this shoe doesn't seem to yeah, fit. Yeah, just don't force anything. And, Nice guys are fine, but like it's okay to. Here's the problem with not putting sex into the relationship pie is that you become, you start to, you start to um, hold it against the guy, and you it comes into other places of your life. If you're not being satisfied in the bedroom, then you start getting angry, you start getting resentful because the person isn't giving you that, and you're thinking, well, you won't give me that, but the other stuff is just okay. So. It starts relating. Two two ways to go about it. You got to talk to him about it. Have a conversation. Just be like, ask him. I would even do the trick that I've given out on this podcast before where it's tell him you had a dream about him going down on you. Let him do some more foreplay. Let it see how he is at that. If that doesn't really connect and get across, then maybe these two things aren't connected. Mm-hmm. I couldn't agree more. J Train Podcast. I really com. could not agree more. J Train Podcast. Well, it doesn't work. It doesn't fucking Gmail. work. You know what I'm saying? Here with Sorry, Becky just, Robinson I just got a voice note from Becky Geppetto. Robinson for. Should I play it? I mean, is it going to help? I mean, is it going to. No, let's keep answering yeah, questions. Let's do some questions. Okay. But J-train. we do have a loose date set for tomorrow now that you said that. What's the date? Maybe drinks after work. This is a good one. What? 
What do we got? Do I tell my ex to stop messaging me if I still like him? Wait, wait. Do I tell my ex to stop messaging me if I still like him? In the spring, I met a guy on Hinge. We hit it up pretty quick. I made it clear from the beginning that I wasn't looking for anything serious because I knew his visa was ending in the fall. Mm. He would have to leave the country. Talk a 90-day fiancé in this bitch. I live in a very transient tourist town. This is a common problem. I wanted to be very clear with him because the start, I could tell that he liked me maybe more than I liked him, and I was also trying to guard my feelings so it didn't hurt when he left. Mm. Surprise, surprise, I did not guard my feelings well enough and developed feelings for him. Uh, sometime during the summer when we were hanging out three to four times a week. In September, uh, we said goodbye and he flew back home for good. I was sad about it, but it was the unavoidable and tried to get over it. The process of getting over it has been made a hell of a lot harder by the fact that he keeps Snapchatting, Instagram DMing, and Facebook messaging me how he misses me and how he wishes I could come to Australia. Of course, I respond to these messages because I do miss him and it's cuffing season and I'm lonely. I've tried to get back on the apps but had four mediocre hangouts with another guy and I wasn't really feeling it and haven't really wanted to keep trying because I'm not in the right mindset right now. I don't even know how much of my missing him is missing him specifically or just being lonely. How Wow, that sounds sad. Because I keep thinking of my ex before him too. Though not with the same fondness because he was a real mess of a human who really fucked with me. Anyways, what do you think I should do? Should I stop replying to his messages? Should I tell him that both of us know we'll never see each other again? That messaging is only bringing our uh, toying with our emotions. He can't move back here because his visa was a two-year thing. And immigrating to Canada isn't very easy. And I have no desire to ever move to Australia for a guy I dated for six months. I have a good career here. My here, my entire family lives here, and Australia is hot and full of snakes and spiders. Should I just count on the fact <laughs> that he will eventually find someone else to stop messaging me? The first two options seem the most difficult because I do still miss him, and I don't want to be mean, the mean one here. What do you think? What's this person's name? We don't that. Okay, first off, I want to be best friends with you, whoever you are. Okay. Australia's full of snakes and spiders. Number one, her. yeah, not for you, bitch. Do not fucking head over there. Also. No, dude, Australia. Uh, you gotta be careful with that, you know. Um, I think sounds like there's some things wrong, and and you don't. If he's he's inundating you on 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 all those apps and won't all get out of your ass, of like social media. Man, if you have to, at one point I I had to block someone on everything, and it sucked because I was like, am I wasting more time stalking them on the fake accounts? But then I was like, no. You can't have them blowing you up because then they're already taking up part of your mind and mm. your day and your life. And when and that's a space in your brain that you could be filled with something else, something more positive. Here's the problem. I agree with you. It's taking up has space it doesn't deserve. The problem is he's not messaging. He's messaging you because he gets off a little bit to the response from you. He is telling you, you being responding to him is giving. So what him are you something. saying by that? He deserves to get off a little bit by that. No. Okay. What I'm saying is <laughs> why he's doing. It. Oh, it's not about, I see. I see. It's not. Do you think those no, are his intentions? Well, I would say that like right now, it produces negativity in her mind and only positivity in his mind. So he's being selfish. Mm. He knows that there's no meeting that's going to happen. And you think he probably doesn't even know? He's not even aware of it. He he is only getting good from this mm. because he doesn't. To him, he's going. It's a hot chick I used to bang mm. that will text me anytime I text her. Yeah, and it makes me feel good because he's lonely too. Here's the thing: 
it's not affecting him in the way it's affecting you. You have to let him know, hey, we need to stop texting right now. Yeah. That's what you have to let him know. I, And it's not, you're not being mean. You're saying. But she has to say is, more than that. She says not that we had to stop texting. You got to be like, get off my ass on Twitter. Get off my ass on Facebook I, and Instagram. But it's okay to say, hey, I enjoyed meeting you in the time we had. We'll be better off for the experience. I need to let you know right now that I am not willing to do this forever and I got to stop texting with you because it makes me feel sad every time you text. Yeah. The problem with saying to him it makes me feel sad every time you text is that he then takes that as... Did she say what specifically about it uh, makes her sad? Well, she's lonely. She even said that. But, okay. but because it produces sadness, he goes, oh, you care. And that makes him feel good, too. Yeah. So you say, Well, because she's a good person with but, a big heart, probably. But here's the problem. Then at this point you say, I am blocking you on all platforms. Please don't take this as an I hate you. This is for me to get better. Yeah. So this is you driving the bus. This yeah. is you saying, I got to drive away from you. You do not have a say in this. Okay, so Shardy, this is yo, Jesus, take the wheel moment. Time to go. Yeah. J Train Podcast at gmail.com. J Train Podcast at gmail.com. We're sponsor people. Upstart, <laughs> upstart, upstart. Most of us find out the hard way getting into de debt is easy. Getting out is hard, especially if your FICO score isn't great. Thankfully, now there's upstart.com, a revolutionary lightning program that knows that you're more than just your credit score. <clears throat> Here's the thing. Mm -hmm. Upstart interest rate is based on your education and job history, not your credit score. That's huge. Upstart doesn't care about the bills you pay, didn't pay five years ago. They care about the person you are now and give you a rate based on that. Plus, they make it fast, simple, and easy to check your rate in just a few minutes without affecting your credit score. That's huge. So if you're out there with some debt and you're curious about how to figure that debt out, Upstart's the place to go. And the loan is approved. In the very next business day, the next day, over 200,000 people have used Upstart to pay off credit cards. Uh, student loans fund their wedding or to make large purchases. I, I got to tell you, debt is something that hangs over you. It's If you can figure out a way to make it happen that makes it less, you got to look into it. And that's where Upstart comes in. See why Upstart is ranked number one in their category with over 300 businesses on Trustpilot. Hurry to Upstart.com slash JTrain. That's Upstart.com slash JTrain. Upstart.com slash JTrain to find out how low your Upstart rate is. Checking your rate only takes a few minutes and won't affect your credit. That's Upstart.com slash JTrain. Go check it out here with Becky Robinson. Check it out now. Is that the end? At Becky Robinson. Is the four. end? We got, let's do one more email. Okay, okay, yeah. Let's do one more. Let's do one more. I Man, like these everyone's coming in with such good questions. This shit is so difficult to work through. It's tough. It's tough for everyone. And it's hard because some of your friends have good advice, and other ones you're like, oh, sometimes you gotta take everything with a grain of salt. Go ahead, sorry. Is she really sick. That's why they come here. The friends really. Is she really sick? Feather, feather, big fan of you and classic shelves. Who seems like a much better person than a woman who I recently dated, who also went by the name Shelves. Now to the situation. I started dating a woman for about a month. We had five dates in that time, and it would have been more, but I was away for a long weekend. Last week, communication started to fade a little because she was busy with work, but she told me not to, to ready any, read anything into that. And in fact, she would talk to me about everything going on at work when, she, when we did talk. Then a couple of days later, I get a text from her saying she got some medical news, so she needed some time to herself. She wouldn't be dating for a while. I was shocked but understood if you're sick, that takes priority. But one thing continues to bug me. She's still active on the dating apps we met on. And should I read into read into that? What do you think? 
Okay. What? Any thoughts? Can you nutshell that? Here's an. Are you editing this? No. Oh. The people have to hear. Sorry. How good a listener you uh, are. Uh, sorry, I got an important text. <laughs> what was a text? It doesn't matter. It just work stuff. Or is everything okay? Everything's great. Are you great. sick? Do you have to leave this podcast? No. Like this guy's got well, left. No, I'm not. Oh, okay. Well, uh, what is it? Guy met a girl, went on five dates. Then she said she got sick, and she needs some time to take care of that. And then she but never explained still, the sickness. And then she's still active on dating apps. Um, what do you think? She never broke down what the sickness was? Sick uh, off that deal? Medical news is what she said. Hmm. Man, that shit's real. I mean. Yeah. <laughs> It's not real. She didn't want to date you anymore. Here's the thing. Well, goddamn, you never know. Here's the thing. Women will give you more chances, even if they don't like you. They'll go on another date because listen to the email about the woman with the guy with the small dick. Does he think she's the one? Doesn't matter. Two people have to think they're both the one to be the one. So it takes, you know, it's a two sided contest. Some people like work on stuff and really go after stuff and pursue shit. So here's the thing go listen back to the girl's email. Who wrote it about the guy with the small penis who fucks her wrong? Okay, <laughs> look at how many chances she's giving that guy. So this woman, who listen, you went on five dates, you had a good time. Take, believe. What does Maya Angelou say? Believe people. Is that what Maya Angelou said? Maya Angelou has a great quote. We've quoted it here before. Believe people. People tell you who they are. Yeah, I feel like you butchered it or shortened it quite a bit. Sorry, I was uh, doing this podcast by myself for two minutes. I had to. <laughs> Here's the quote. When people show you who they are, believe them. Okay? When people tell you they don't want to go out again, believe them. And let the ball be in their court. Of course. All you can do. Listen, whatever the excuse is, they're just trying to get out of being mean to you. So medical excuses, what she thought was the best thing to say. I'm not saying it's right to do that to people, but what I am saying is, hey, let her off the hook. You say, sounds good. I wish you the best. I hope you get better. Let me know when you're ready to get out again because I'm here. So you leave the door here's wide open do. while you move out. Right. Uh, here's what I would do. I was... Him, right? Mm-hmm. I would... If you can't, yeah, just like Jared said, I would uh, say like, hey, I had the absolute best time with you on those five dates. Just mm-hmm. so you know, I think you're really, really fucking special and think that maybe there's something there, even if the sickness is like totally messing with your head and like y- you want someone to talk to about it uh, and you feel weird about it in terms of dating. Like, I'm just let her know I'm here for you because I, sure. I, can, I just can't imagine what, what what if she is what if she just found out she had cancer like. Her whole life, she's like, everything's changing now. Here's the thing. Let's say she did find out she had cancer. Okay. A fun subject on a podcast about comedy. So let's say she found out she had cancer. That was actually what happened. Here's what you don't do to people you love. Mm -hmm. Get away from me. I don't need your help. She's letting him know... If, and he's and he's saying, well, I'll be at the hospital. I'll be at the treatments. I'll be there. And she's going, no, no, no. I'm literally telling you, I need time to myself to be with my family. All right. But I... I I, I see what you're I saying. I think but there's like, nothing wrong with if he had such a good time with her on five days, just letting her know that, uh, like, uh, all sickness aside. But here's the thing. Oh, God, what? The, the issue that becomes with that is that, I mean, go back to the girl with the guy. She's trying to figure out how to work out the sex with a guy she doesn't like having sex with. <laughs> to me, p- 
people give people so many chances. He already gave you five chances. Then mm-hmm. had to hypothetically create a sickness that maybe not doesn't exist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So she's obviously dealing with the idea that you're a nice guy. You're a good person. The toughest thing right now is that no one's pressuring. Not a lot of people are getting pressured into marry the next guy. So they're going, hey, they're great, but I, I don't feel it. But yeah. then everyone's going, you're going to toss away a great guy without going out with him? And it's like, that's okay to do. That's okay to say, hey, we're not the match. And it's like the way she's trying to get out of it is saying the sickness. You think so when for sure? Push, but it's like, let if someone says something like that to me, I don't sit there going, well, tell me. They're obviously yeah, not wanting to tell me. you don't, but some people do. Yeah, but this is they've been on five days. They don't I guess owe. I just don't see, uh, unless it like totally breaks his heart, what he could lose out on by just like lending a hand. But I'm saying and there's say, nothing to push on. Like no, if someone, to push on but at I'm all. saying if someone said to me, "Hey, uh, like I get a text where saying she got some medical news, needed some time to herself, and wouldn't be dating for a while." Mm. If my text what about back, butt stuff. If my text back was, "I loved your butt," <laughs> I need to be inside of it, and and I know <laughs> that you don't. Want me in your butt, but if you ever are looking for a place to put your butt, I'm here and my face I'm is local. willing to receive your butt, and I'll even put my tongue in your butt. I'd be like, oh, I just gave you, I just told you the time to myself. I use sickness to get you to get away from me, and now it's like someone's. You know what? She's taking a a a a flame and waving it at the bear, and yeah. the bear's going, No, I put on a fire retardant suit. I'm good, and you're like. No, I got the fire. <laughs> Get the fuck away from me. And that's not to say he isn't a great guy, but I'm saying you're wasting energy and time. When someone says I need time to myself, let that happen. J Train mm, Podcast. I'm just saying maybe, maybe not, but that's because I'm a, an aggressive high testosterone ass girl who says you miss 100% shots you don't take. The problem that's is that's all. I feel you're like being disrespectful to the excuse. Okay, fine. Sometimes excuses are if meant to be If it isn't taken. an excuse, but you don't know that for sure. What well, doesn't matter? Yes, it does. They just told you I need time to myself, didn't they? Okay. Hey, Becky. Oh, I see. I need time oh, for oh, myself. Okay, okay, okay. And then you go, well, I'll be there with 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 soup. I'm not I'll asking. Go, no, no, no. <laughs> Get the fuck out of my house. No, I'm not asking her to say that. I'm just asking him to let her know, like, hey, I, I can't imagine if you're feeling like a bunch of feelings, but I'm here just in case you were to ever want anything at all. Thought you were super cool. To me, period. No one, that doesn't really like. If you for sure think it's an excuse. You know, dating app shit better than I do. You've been doing this for a long time. I'm, I'm just, I'm just saying that that is also not. Sorry, the type I come of, from a long line of cancer. All right. <laughs> <laughs> the point is, that's really a pathetic move. Okay. Because someone said, "I need time for myself." I don't think anyone well, goes. Coming from well, a person said, who's I really in love right now, I don't really care about hey, feeling I, pathetic. I can't. Hey, and, and, and as soon as the treatments are done, I'm here <laughs> waiting. Please, God, please, and and know that I'll be waiting here with flowers. And it's like, what's wrong that with ain't that? Gonna get her. That's gonna make How her. How do you know that? I know that. It's just the reality of life. I, I don't. I'm not. I don't. Text your guy right now, Geppetto, and, and just be like. Please come out with me tomorrow. He already said yeah. Okay. It's done. He's in love. We'll see. I Follow think. Becky on Instagram to see if this works out. <laughs> At Becky Guys, Robinson I'm terrified. So if you have any Instagram. advice from me, I'll be posting about it a lot on Instagram. And if you guys have any insights from my ass, I'm working through this one day at a time. It has never happened like this. 
Good. Oof. We wish you all the luck in the world. Thank you J-train so much. Train Podcast at gmail.com. I'm Jared Freed. We're here every Tuesday and Friday. Go spread the word. Tell a friend, tell a friend, tell a friend. We'll be back next episode. Boom. <laughs>